I don't know what to do with the extra ones. I put it on my butt. So, <laughs> was I expecting anything magical? Not really, but it was kind of like, you know, if Did it helps with firming. one butt cheek look better than the other? I mean... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we are back. Welcome to the Chemist Confessions podcast. I'm Victoria. And I'm Gloria. And this is a human conversation on all the skincare we talk about on the daily. And today we are talking about more acne stuff. Ooh, <laughs> I don't think this is a topic we'll ever run out of things to talk about. Truth. Um, a lot of science, but also a lot of questionable products on the market <laughs> for it. For sure. Today, we actually want to do a decode focus on some of the trendier acne products out there in preparation for our next episode that is about post-acne care, actually mm -hmm. acne scarring care. Mm -hmm. um, but before we get into all of that, let's do a little bit of a brand update because we have a few things we should talk about. Yes. We can't believe we are already in November and this year is yet again crashing to an end. So, crashing. Yeah, crashing hard. And I would like compliments from everyone. <laughs> Compliment us. We actually stuck with the yes, weekly schedule. We did. Holy crap. Yes, you know, we did. Even though we made that promise, I thought it was a very empty promise. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's fair. It's fair. Uh, we've been running this podcast for about three, four years now. About. And I think the production oh. volume has been very <laughs> whimsical at best. For those of you that still have hung around since the beginning, y'all are you. amazing. <laughs> but y'all know that the calendar was maybe not so consistent. But this year we really did it. Actually, I really liked how this shaped up, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, when we first started, we we're like, oh, yeah, this is a bi-weekly. Yeah. And then every every episode will come out, especially I think last year was especially bad. Yeah. We'll come up with an episode we're like, hey, guys, it's sorry. It's been three months. <laughs> it's us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and we reminisce about all of this because we are actually at the tail end of this season's mm -hmm. podcast. Um, we actually only have two more episodes left. Mm -hmm. And then Gloria and I are going to take a break. <laughs> a much needed holiday break. Yes. And the last two episodes will be focused on uh, skincare gifting. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll be going through kits, maybe some things that Gloria and I would like to gift ourselves, maybe don't want to be gifted. Um, to give you guys some ideas and then the final episode will just be kind of a 2023 recap yep we'll be yeah. going over some of our favorite segments yeah. maybe interesting papers we talked about this year and yep. our favorite animals of the year <laughs> <laughs> and the Anna fun fact animal award goes to <laughs> yeah so um yeah other than that um we should hint a little bit at some of the holiday kits coming yeah um this has become tradition for yeah. our brand is to put together special kits every year yeah. at a nice sweet discount sweet like yes. sweet yep and every year the kids are a little different we yeah. kind of put together partially based on what we think uh, uh what we think is a helpful routine yeah. We also put together based on you guys' feedback. Some of our top sellers come together in a kit. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and that's look forward to that. And we might have special gifts that come with the kids this year. Yeah. So that's that. That's it for the brand news. For those of you that have been curious about our line, definitely please remember to use your podcast only promo code podcast ship. Um, this will give you free shipping on your order. Also includes expedited shipping and is stackable. Yep. So, and if you haven't subscribed on our website yet, please do so. You'll be the first to know about our holiday kits when they're yeah. ready to go. Yeah, exactly. 
All right. With that, let's get into the news. In the news. Hit me. What's going on? All right. Shiseido. Um, Shiseido has hinted at launching a new beauty wellness brand. Oh. Um, there's no really concrete details except that they are teaming up with a Japanese medicine manufacturer called Tumura, um, which specializes in herbal medicine and body-mind connection. I don't know what that means. Oh. But I also like this part. They're also teaming up with tomato-based food company Kagome, which Uh-oh. is very, <laughs> very famous <laughs> for a lot of their seasonings and, yes, tomato-based products. And I think they even have snacks and whatnot. Yeah. Um, they say Kagome will contribute its research into the health benefits of vegetables and fruits. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. So they have mentioned that this brand is planned to launch in February of 2024. This is obviously more about focusing on inner, bringing out the, like, I guess, sorry, focusing on, you know, your inner health Mm -hmm. and its contribution to our beauty. Um, And they really want to be able to showcase kind of the Japanese kind of uh, traditional medicine and practices and being mm. able to bring that aspect into J-Beauty. So it sounds like it will be a global launch. It looks like they're going to focus on Asia market first, mm. including China, and mm. then they'll broaden it from there. I yeah. actually, I kind of like that because yeah. um, I know in the States, I mm. think beauty within is a relatively new trend, yes. like supplements and whatnot. For sure. But in terms of like edible wellness stuff, that's been the thing in Asia for the longest yes. time. Like they have... Yes drinks that's supposed to boost collagen totally. production they have drinks for period cramps yeah. they have like all sorts of stuff yes so i think they're definitely very qualified to come out with something in this arena for sure also very curious what kagome is going what they will learn i hope they make it delicious it sounds <laughs> yeah. very umami <laughs> yeah, exactly all right the next thing is uh remember how we talked about like razor collabs yes and we did the razor collabs and razor yeah. razor and razor <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> all right we have another razor collab that is I... that a new frontier <laughs> no but i know it's something gloria really cares about i, I deeply <laughs> passionately <laughs> anyway so harry's also has a collab that's going on they're actually doing like a very fun like harry's motel pop-up mm-hmm. just wanted to share that they honestly that's it they're doing it's a western theme one and what is mildly interesting is their Western theme kit is $125 for a four four piece kit with um, on top of a, a razor. Yeah. I don't know who they think is going to motels, <laughs> but it's probably not a lot of people that spend a hundred and some odd dollars on a four piece kit. It's provocative, Gloria. Look at this picture. And the razor <laughs> is gold. Yeah. So, anyways, um, that's it it's just another like they're all about doing these like fun collabs right now so this market is i i was thinking about how like you know how razor 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 collab was mm-hmm. targeting towards gamers this is clearly targeting towards the brooklyn hipster oh so they're just yeah. like finding their niche of male right now though i kind of like the promo picture it's like it's in a bathroom that's a little retro vibe mm-hmm. And it's got the pastel green tiles and a pink sink <laughs> so i also find the aesthetics to be I if you if you didn't give me any context and you just give me this picture, I would actually think it's targeted towards women, but going mm. for a gender neutral kit. Mm. But the layout is like a little feminine. Yeah, let's see. I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, if you are in New York, you might see that going on. But yeah, another random razor collab. All right, it's a thing this year. Cool. All right. Remember how we did our celebrity bingo cards? Yes. All right. So the next piece of news is actually about the death of some of these brands. Already? 
And Jerry Leto's 29 Palms has officially died. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> wait, 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 that wasn't good. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this brand, right? Yes, Before? we did. Yeah. 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 So this brand has actually, I think we talked about it a year ago when it first came out. Yeah, it's only been a year and it's uh, officially closed. Mm. Some drama going on. I don't know. Should have gone with 31 palms. <laughs> You're just two palms short away from success. <laughs> yeah. And what I did find interesting is one of the other brands that has closed is also Kristen Bell's brand. Oh. Um, it's called Happy Dance. Mm-hmm. And that brand has actually only been around for two years. Wow. Yeah. So... For those of you who have been feeling like oh, all these celebrity brands keep popping up, yeah, they also die too. Uh, it's not, I mean, even in the celebrity game, it's not always easy to really like make claim, like uh, stake your claim. That makes a lot of sense. And I think, um, I'll, I'll be honest, when I saw this, I, I didn't even saw Jerry Leto's piece. I saw uh, Kristen Bell mm-hmm. piece. And I was like, oh, okay, in a way it makes sense because mm-hmm. I think her line was very focused on CBD. Mm-hmm. And that trend has just fallen off a really hard cliff so in a way it's like what it's just one of the victims of cbd skincare in general totally um but the jared leto when i saw that my first thought was like what was their concept like i could not (laughs) tell you what it was about it was the essence of jared leto (laughs) yeah one sweat drop goes into every jar sexy yeah so um unfortunately we can't get bottled jared leto sweat anymore no oh no (laughs) (laughs) all right and finally, it does seem like a lot of these beauty conglomerates are doing a little bit of a cleanup. Mm-hmm. Um, Unilever has announced that they are planning to auction off some of their personal care brands. Mm-hmm. That includes Timothée. Who is Timothée? I actually Timothée? don't know how to say this brand, but it's... Here, I'll show you. Timothée. Timmy. <laughs> oh, it's a drugstore yeah, hair brand? Kind of, yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, so it includes brands Timothée, mm-hmm. uh, Impulse, which is kind of like a aerosol body spray mm-hmm. kind of brand, and then Saint Ives, <gasps> which I was like, <gasps> Saint Ives, end of an era. Oh no! And we just talked about the <laughs> yeah. apricot scrub. We gotta stop we talking got about the, these brands. We got the cursed touch. We talked about the palms. We talked about Saint Ives. Oh no! Yeah. So, anyways, that's generally interesting. I thought Saint Ives was trying to have a revival. I, they tried, oh. but now it's time to auction, I guess. I mean, it, so odds are these brands most likely will still survive. Sure. They'll just be under different directives. It just, it, it seems interesting that Unilever is deciding to move away from them, though. Because especially saying Ives, I would have thought is, is still... Iconic. Yeah. But then I think about it, I'm like, what other St. Ives thing... Have I ever used? Have I ever even encountered... Well, <laughs> well, well, well. Oh, by the way, because we um, looked at St. Ives under the yeah. microscope, uh, I have that yeah. jar sitting at home now. Yeah. My husband saw it was like, oh my God, you got St. Ives for me? You love me so much. I miss this. He was legit, not ironically. He was like, oh my God, I used to I use this all the time. I miss this scrub. I was like, oh. I think for me, I was, I, the smell is very like yeah, iconic, iconic yeah. right? Yeah. 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 But yeah. he literally said, it's like between this one and I think the Neutrogena I think they have a pink bottle. The grapefruit one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing. He's like, it makes me smell very pretty and I like it. I'm like, mm, okay. Uh, yeah. It so f- It feels like an end of an era of some yes, sort. it does. Yeah. Yeah. But like Gloria said, she's absolutely right. None of these brands are going to be going anywhere. It's just a matter of exchanging hands and possibly getting an update is usually what happens to these brands. Yes. Maybe so. a facelift, maybe a new formula, something mm-hmm. to keep an eye out for. Yeah. All right. So 
that's really it for the news. Uh, we are gonna move straight into the acne decodes because there's a lot we wanna talk about. The goal here is really kind of to talk about like what's recently trending in the mm -hmm. acne space and hopefully um, be able to provide, I don't know, our chemist perspective on like how we would maybe use these products or what we can expect from these products. Mm -hmm. So probably one of the ones we absolutely have to talk about is the uh, hypochlorous acid sprays that are out there, like Tower 28's SOS spray. Mm -hmm. It's everywhere, it's trending, it's on everybody's social media. Mm -hmm. It's touted as like the craziest miracle workers of every single skin condition out there. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, these things are pretty straightforward. You'll see um, other than Tower 28, I think a lot of people also buy them on Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, it's usually just water, sodium chloride, and hypochlorous acid. Yeah. What it boils down to is it's an antimicrobial. Mm -hmm. It's um, mildly disinfectant. Um, if you use like a much higher concentration of hypochlorous acid, you can use it to clean surfaces and stuff like yeah. that. Your body does naturally produce some level of hypochlorous acid as well. And it has been looked at for maybe inflammation help. It has a big reputation now because of social media. But sadly to us, it's like it's worth it can be worth trying. It probably won't be a well. I shouldn't say probably. 99% most likely would not be your one and done. Yep. Like one step miracle, which leads us to really wild claims in this category. Yeah. So we'll show a picture of one claim here mm -hmm. by um, probably one of the well bigger well-known brands called Magic Molecule. Mm -hmm. And as you can see, they say that this product can replace your facial mist, your aloe vera, your bug bite relief, your toner, your antibiotic pain relief ointment, your acne treatment, and your eczema treatment. And I just, there's a lot of red flag, red flag. Like, FDA, hello, like, maybe don't listen to this. I don't know. Or Do listen, listen to the part. Listen. Like, I don't know. This is kind of crazy. Get them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, like, very offended for, actually, like, because they touch on a lot of categories that are regulated, like yeah. drugs. Like, eczema is OTC. Yeah. Acne is OTC. Bug sprays are OTC. <laughs> it's just, like, all these things are basically making... Antibiotic medical. pain relief really gets me, like yeah. even more than eczema. <laughs> yeah, these things are yeah. actually regulated. You're, and the way they do the graphic is really, really shasty. It's like very obviously trying to get around claims. Yeah. Um, they're basically claiming medical benefits without saying any of these things. I'm like, that's really, really crappy. Exactly. So we, the goal here is to know that, yes, it could be a helpful addition to your acne routine mm -hmm. or even possibly for, you know, uh, mitigating some form of irritation. However, if you do see like claims like this, please don't be swayed. You know, um, this is and by no means supposed to be replacing any of these, especially for people like I think about eczema treatments who are getting prescription topicals like this is not the answer and this yeah. is not the way to communicate this correctly. I get really, really terrible, nasty reactions to bug bites. Mm. Victoria has seen me turn into golf ball, like little <laughs> chunks from just yeah. like one mosquito bite. Yes. I find this to be very offensive <laughs> and I can tell you it does not help my bug bites. <laughs> yes, exactly. Some other things to keep in mind when you are shopping for these is just do pay attention to shelf life. These are not always the most stable formulas. These should not come with any other ingredients aside from the hypochlorous acid. And uh, if they disclose a pH, that's perfect. Um, so there's just it, it is not the most stable of 
formulation. So that's probably the only thing we would recommend. And this may have a potential to oxidize, so it should come in an opaque packaging. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So that's that for hypochlorous acid sprays. Next up, we should talk about micro needle patches. Oh, I feel like the um i think about at this point maybe 10 years ago mm -hmm. they really tried to make this happen <laughs> and at the time it was like oh that's cool but it wasn't that trendy yes. but right now it feels like it's all the rage again you know it's kind of the beauty of social media and tiktok is like and really clever marketing it's true you make it stickerfy you normalize it mm -hmm. you make it fun and then yeah people are like totally cool sign me up totally cool to see stickers on your face mm -hmm. yeah so but we you know i think the question is always how helpful yeah. are these um so let's first talk about the bare minimum which is these are going to be your hydrocolloid patches mm -hmm. um and what hydrocolloid patches do is simply absorb liquid mm -hmm. um so that's why you get that very satisfying look when you peel off the sticker to see that kind of like white stuff and you feel like it's absorbing all the pus like, and whatnot. Yeah. It's like you can physically see your acne deflate. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing speaks more to acne people than instant gratification. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So found a couple studies. Um, we will go over them. The first one is actually a simply about hydrocolloid acne dressing. So these are just the material itself, this does not involve any sort of micro needle aspect. We'll go into that in part two. So we found a small clinical that looked at a hydrocolloid acne dressing versus just a normal skin tape. Test is small, subject size of 20. And they basically applied this um, dressing on for one week. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing to keep in mind is that I believe this study, they only apply this patch every two days oh so it's not, not every day, day. Mm -hmm. yeah um so they did see that both groups even the one with the just regular skincare tape mm -hmm. did show a decrease from baseline um, of overall severity of their acne mm -hmm. however there was a statistically significant greater reduction mm -hmm. for the hydrocolloid patch one after three days to seven days mm -hmm. so it does take a couple days to see that improvement mm -hmm. um, and they did find that even over these th third day fifth day and seventh day that the hydrocolloid patch had significantly greater improvement in redness oiliness dark pigmentation and sebum level mm. so it's basically saying that it can be helpful especially in the healing process yeah i think that's so important to yeah. know and um and a lot of times we when we talk about next episode i'll be about post acne care yeah. and a big chunk of it is in the prevention process. If you help it heal better to begin with, there's a lot less you got to deal with on the other side of it. Totally. Yeah, really important reminder. So that's just the hydrocolloid patch, right? Now, if you go through and you start trying to find your perfect patch, mm -hmm. um, you'll see them tout things about microneedle. And if you're wondering what that is, it usually means that these stickers have these micro prongs mm -hmm. that might be able to deliver loaded ingredients mm -hmm. so um and eventually they're, they're very shallow but event the idea is that you would get a more targeted treatment um so how helpful is that portion well i found a study there's not the many study. <laughs> yeah. there's not many but i found one study that mm -hmm. might be able to paint us a picture so in this study they have 30 individuals that use this acne microneedle patch daily for 28 days. I feel like 28 is pretty long for very acne. Very long, yeah. very long. And I guarantee you, I think, I'll be honest, I don't think most people are applying a sticker on every day for that No, long. 28 yeah. days is a lot. Yeah. The one catch is they only apply it for 90 minutes a day. 
Whereas okay. like a lot of times I feel like if you know, you're using a sticker, you kind of leave it on all day. Leave it, forget it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the th- other thing to note is that this microneedle has been loaded with 3% sal acid and 2% Asiatic acide. That's a really random number. Random number. <laughs> Weird percentage. So um, sal- salicylic acid, you usually see used between 0.5 to 2%. Mm. That's because that's an OTC designated acne level. Because the microneedle patch is a different delivery mechanism, I can see them straying away from that range, but 3% still seems a little random. Yeah. 2% Asiatic size also feels really random. Our Aquafix uses 0.5% blend of, well, the combined total is 0.5% of yeah. Madagascite Asiatic acid, and that's the soothing active component from Centella. And we can tell you from literature, 05 is already a lot. So 2% for me sounds like they're really trying to pummel, punch it pummel in. into skin. Yeah. For sure. So, Gloria, would you like to share the results with everybody? Uh, yeah. Um, so these patches show, in their words, show good efficacy, including improvement of skin pigmentation and reduced acne volume. Mm-hmm. Acne volume was reduced by 12.34% after three <laughs> days of patch use and further reduced by another 10.01% after seven continuous days of use. And this test was for 28 days. So after 28 days of treatment, skin melanin decreased by 5.88%. And hemi, I'm guessing like the retinas count, decreased by 7.83%. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So you, you hear these decreases. You're no, like, oh, no, yeah, decrease. Awesome. Yeah. No semblance of significant. They yeah. didn't hear significant. But then you also think about these numbers and you're like, I get a skin melanin decrease of 6% after 28 days of stickering my face. This is not worth it. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a number and I was like, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> so first of all, I think for acne individuals, if you're saying volume reduced by 12% after three days, I, I would feel already mildly irritated. Mm. You should feel like, I feel like people use these type of patches will want it to feel like it's well on its way out after mm-hmm. three days. So 12.34 is already like, wait, that's like, it's like if your acne is yay big, it's going down by yay big. It's like not, doesn't feel very gratifying. And 28 days melanin reduction. Note that this is done on 30 individuals. I'm assuming they're taking the average here, but data increase on a, on a scale, on a spread. So you're telling me that if the average like melanin reduction is 5.88%, that means it's very likely some people are getting a 2% decrease. Yeah, like barely any improvement. Yeah. yeah. So I think the takeaway here, and we should also mention is microneedle, uh, integrity is very source dependent, yes. very manufacturing dependent. Yes. So there is that aspect too. Mm-hmm. And so we should also mention that there are probably, if a brand out there has the right clinical data to say that there's more effective, yeah. can be worth a shot. For but sure. looking at this, I I think it's fair to also be in the camp of you don't need necessarily microneedling if you want to use these kinds of stickers. Just find like a really good hydrocolloid patch you like applying mm-hmm. that stays on because not all not every patch stays on that well for me and that's really it yeah yeah i honestly <laughs> i think if it's the actives, it's just, I, I, I agree and to me I, I am almost suspicious of the quality of yeah. the needles a lot of times like we've seen a lot of times it doesn't penetrate as well as people yes. think um so with this active profile the acne portion itself should actually be at least turning over yeah. <laughs> I will say on the flip side of all of this, melan, it, <sighs> the melanin decrease isn't that surprising to mm-hmm. me. So maybe maybe it helped a little bit with healing process, but nothing in this patch to me sounds like it should be actively preventing yeah. melanin production. So I don't know. This is a this is a weird one. Generally weird one. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's it for microneedle patches, mm -hmm. what you can expect and maybe what to look for. A last one that we'll talk about really briefly is the Panoxyl 10% BP, BPO cleanser. Mm -hmm. um, this one has actually been around for a while. A long but time, yeah. Has its resurgence from TikTok. I think there's just a lot of content on it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, honestly, um, we can go through the IL. It's not super informative, but it's really just to say it's, you know, 10% BPO in a gentle cleanser. Yeah. But I think the important thing here is that the instructions are very important in that they recommend that you cleanse for one to two minutes on skin, mm -hmm. which is quite long. Oh, yeah. We, we've done this before when we yeah. first formulated our blank slate cleanser. We um, wanted to, when the two of us are testing, yeah. we want to make sure that it's like more standardized. Yeah. So we timed ourselves and we try lathering for like 30 seconds a minute. It feels like a lifetime. Yes, yes exactly. So I think for us, if you're wondering what is that magical ingredient in this cleanser, I believe <laughs> as an acne individual and a person in this industry that it's because you're not putting on like 10% BPO leave on. leave on. Yeah. It's because you're getting just enough BPO to be helpful, but not irritating and annoying to deal with. That's true. Um, and if you're wondering like, hey, but you guys say that actives in cleansers are not helpful. Well, acne is the one area that it there is some data to show that in cleanser format, it can be helpful to an acne routine. And I think that's the same case for this cleanser. Yeah, of course. And this is also why they stress you need to let it stay in contact with skin for at least a certain amount of time. Um, if I if I just like if I'm not cognizant of it and I'm just washing my face mm -hmm. per my usual style, I'm probably lathering for like 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah, off, yeah, exactly. So yeah, contact time does matter in general. Yeah. And like Victoria said, these are very specific use cases that's tested. Mm -hmm. None of the other crap is tested. <laughs> just say. And I bet like a hundred like it's if you tested a 10% um, BPO wash off mm -hmm. versus a 10% leave on, the type of result and the type of side effects you get are also 100% different. So yes. yeah. Totally. So this is this is a helpful format for those who feel like they can't fit BPO anywhere or maybe skin is just not really reacting well to it. This could be one to give a shot. Uh, yeah, worth a shot for you. But otherwise, hopefully that is helpful in navigating some of these like trendy acne products out there. Cool. Let's uh, wrap this up with some Q&A. Right, let's do it, Gloria. Cool. Right. Number one. Yeah. First questions from Lawrence. Lawrence's Morissette. Uh, I use 0.05% tretinoin. tretinoin, and I handle it without a problem. Should I increase the percentage? Can you put it on your body? Great, great questions. Um, we would say that if you are with retinoids in general, mm. you don't necessarily always have to punch up higher and higher mm. and higher. It can really depend on your skin goals. Mm -hmm. If you're handling okay, um, and if you're using it for acne, are you happy with the progress it's making in acne? Um, are you... I and mean, how long have you been on it? I right. feel like you're you're everyone's skin therapist right now. How does how, it make you feel? Yeah. How do <laughs> you happy? make your acne feel? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and also, how long have you been on 0.05, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if you're on 0.05 for three, three weeks and it's like you're tolerating well, just give it some time, see how skin, how the yeah. efficacy translates over time. If you've been on it for half a year, and you're generally happy with your um, results and your, um, your skin status quo, I still don't see a big reason to kick up the percentage mm -hmm. um you don't always have to go for more but if you feel like okay my breakouts are under control but i think i want to be a little better or you're like mm -hmm. you know i think my acne is under control but i really want to see more anti-aging benefits 
you can always talk to your um, doctor about um, giving you a higher dose prescription and um, try to bump up. So that's my take on the percentage part. Body, Victoria, <laughs> you put it on your body. Well, I was going to add, I think what, like, I really liked what you said in that I, for some reason, there is something that's like placed in our minds that we need to get that gold, like that golden number of 0.1% tretinoin mm -hmm. to get all the benefits. Mm -hmm. And I just don't believe that's how we should think. No. Right. The idea is that, you know, it's not about that you have a next level you need to get to. It's about how your skin is yeah. like, are you good with the results? It's only when you feel like skin is looking more dull, more mm -hmm. pigmentation, more wrinkles. Then I feel like that's the yeah, time exactly. to be like, okay, let's analyze. So hopefully that's not this person. I don't believe that. But yeah. And for body. <sighs> What part of the body? Oh, <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> what are you trying to target? Also, I thought tretinoin's really expensive. So yeah. on full body, that seems expensive. Yeah. But I think it's more like, what's the goal? Mm -hmm. I can definitely see like maybe for neck and chest. Yeah. Um, but holy cow, I hope you sunscreen that area. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't necessarily believe... I don't know. When we looked at like truncal acne and whatnot, um, we did see that these retinoin can be helpful. But I think it's just important to have a quick like initial mm -hmm. conversation with your derm mm -hmm. before doing that. But otherwise, yeah, I just I'm more cost wise. I kind of have a concern there. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I actually haven't looked into um, tretinoin being using other bioparts as much. But I think I once did a uh, search on retinol, mm -hmm. and retinol because it's an anti aging classic. They've tested on like everything they can test yeah. on. Like you've seen it tested for like stretch marks, like other area wrinkles yeah. and things like that. And same thing as face. Just proceed with caution in terms of irritation, manage expectations, and I will have you guys know what we are formulating in Double Play because we get a lot of samples with different iterations. For ones that, you know, like that we didn't like, didn't quite fit the bill, that we punted, I don't know what to do with the extra ones. I put it on my butt. So, <laughs> was I expecting anything magical? Not really, but it was kind of like, you know, it Did helps with firming. One butt cheek look better than the other? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can talk about it on this podcast, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Makes sense. All right. Next question. This is from Adrian Melanie. Microcurrent devices, do they work? Red light devices. All right. We're just shouting devices. devices. In general. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> er, okay, we, we recently spoke with someone about this. Mm -hmm. um, the general takeaway from these devices mm -hmm. in general is their in-office counterparts will always be more powerful. Mm -hmm. At home, you can get a certain level of efficacy. It's wildly dependent on the actual device's quality, which mm -hmm. sometimes it's hard to tell just based on, say, price point branding alone. Like, we try to pay attention to the company's clinicals, yeah. data. And last but not least, it's really dependent on yourself mm. whether or not you're consistent with it yeah um uh, we we were gifted the um the solo wave recently and i gave it an honest effort and i think i really enjoy it for like smaller precise areas it feels like mm. a nice me time i i do have a hard time working it into my routine very consistently mm. even though their uh, consumer perception has use it daily yeah and they ask you to at least use it every other day basically i have a hard time sticking with it and just know that you need that level of consistency to really see it work. Yeah. And we usually say diligence for two months and then evaluate yes. if that's giving you what any, you're looking for. Yeah. The results yeah. you want. So, yeah. And I think some of the, sometimes Gloria and I lament about the device category and that like 
the price point is so wild mm -hmm. it feels sometimes like a worse version of skincare topicals like before <sighs> we would talk about how like oh like you you used to feel like you need to buy an insurance policy like pay a certain amount to get mm -hmm. a result i've never felt that more with devices yeah. as well especially because you can find like a ten dollar version on amazon <laughs> and you're like there's no way there's yeah. no way right yeah. so i think that's the other really difficult part about this category but yeah if you're one that's like really good about your skincare routine and also knows how to prioritize your me time this might actually be perfect for you yeah for yeah. me i have learned that i'm not methodical in the way i i'm oh yeah I, tell I'm, them about the solo wave yeah. oh yeah because you know it in the actual consumer perception yeah. they recommend you making sure that you um touch an area for at least three minutes yeah and use it on a whole face for like 30 minutes does right? it tell you when to like move to the next section ah no. uh, okay so okay. you're just like because a new ooh. face was good about that yeah Do you remember like, like they would it would beep and yeah. then be like all right 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 i gotta move yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so soul wave at least like i don't know if they have different versions of one guy you just turn on and you just so you yourself have to be disciplined yeah. and you're not using it because it's a hand handheld device you're not staring to the abyss during the sun mm. you're probably watching tv mm. and i lose track and got to a point where my man if it works really well i'm gonna be so lopsided because <laughs> there's always one side that got a lot more zapped than yeah. the other side so i'm yeah. kind of like <laughs> <laughs> yep that's fair all right let's wrap up with one final question this is from delia adams 814 she asked how do i fade my freckles i, I have a lot of freckles well, um, i like your freckles <laughs> <laughs> live with it uh well okay first first thing first sun protection like it's <laughs> yeah. all in the sun like dirt it doesn't matter the season yeah i will notice my freckles pop a little bit mm. if i get a lot more sun <gasps> and i don't know the level of freckles you have freckles first of all freckles are in people have tutorials <laughs> on how to draw fake freckles hey, we're back yeah and so just embrace it and if it's a lot um my mom i, I got my freckles from my mom my mom used to get like she had a lot more freckles than me and she hated it because as she got older she felt like they're starting to look less like freckles more like age spots mm, as they like develop yeah. You can get that laser off in the office <laughs> if you want it. Because yeah. there's nothing you can, because it's genetic, yeah. right? There's nothing topically you can use to make it completely go away. Yes. It's just stuff to manage it so it doesn't get more pronounced, but that's it. I think definitely, like, as you know, I imagine when I'm like 50, 60, I'll be entertaining a laser procedure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. All right. So we've reached the end of our episode. <gasps> <laughs> Woo all right Gloria where can they find us find us on our website at chemistconfessions.com don't forget to subscribe there so you'll be the first to know when our holiday kits are out hell yeah you can, <laughs> you can write to us at info at chemistconfessions.com or you can DM us on Instagram at chemist.confessions mm. and that's it for this episode you can co also comment <laughs> ah, I forgot the last one you can also comment directly on this video but we will see you all next week thank you guys bye bye